Hi friends and welcome back to episode four of Free Coaching Friday with Megan Gilman, your life coach. Today we are going to be talking about planning. So in our last episode, we talked a lot about goal setting. And once you have a goal, you sort of want to plan to meet that goal. And today we're going to really dig into that. Um, So I'm so excited you're here to join us. Let's get started. So let's talk about flexibility in planning, right? How can we be more flexible? We are starting to wake up and understand that hustle is not healthy. This go, 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 push through the pain sort of culture that we've been swimming in is hurting us and it's becoming really obvious. And so it's no surprise that a lot of us are searching for a better way to go after the things that we want in our lives. And so one of the really appealing things is, can I come up with a flexible plan? How can I come up with a plan that's not so harsh on myself, a plan that doesn't require me to go so hard and to sacrifice so much? I want to achieve my goals, but I don't want to sacrifice who I am as a person. I don't want to sacrifice all the things I love about my life, right? So we want to come up with a flexible plan. It seems like such a great idea. And I am going to argue today that it's not a great idea, that flexibility in terms of creating your plan is unhelpful. You don't want your plan to be flexible. You want you to be flexible. And what flexible really means when we are working on towards a goal, when we are working on carrying out a plan, isn't necessarily that we're okay with doing whatever, but it's more so cultivating a mindset of grace and forgiveness towards others, but especially towards ourselves. What would it look like for a plan to be flexible, right? It doesn't... A plan can't be flexible. A plan is a plan. That's all it is. It's not, it can't move. It can't bend. It just is. Um, A plan being flexible either means you come up with a solid plan and then you are flexible about how you implement it, or you have to do all the work to come up with like a choose your own adventure type plan where at every point you could go one way or a different way or decide not to go anywhere at all. And and then it's really just a big old mess. Um, See, I think the idea of creating a flexible plan is just a way of procrastinating getting started for a lot of people, right? Let me think of all the different things that could possibly happen and then we'll plan for all of the different possibilities and we'll make sure we know where we're going to go, whether A happens or B happens or C happens. Or if we wake up one morning and decide that we really don't feel like working today, we've got that built into our plan too because it's flexible, right? No, 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 no. You can't have a flexible plan and still really have a plan. A plan is the outline of what you're going to do. Let's use the analogy of planning a vacation or a trip, right? 
if you have a plan on this day, I'm getting on this plane and I'm going to this location. And once I'm there, I'm gonna check into this hotel and then we're gonna go here night one, here night two, here night three, and then on this day, we're gonna fly home, right? That's a plan. Now that plan isn't, if it's flexible, it's not a plan anymore, right? If it's like, oh, at some point in the future, I'm gonna go to this place. That's not a plan. That's just sort of a dream. It's great to have dreams, but it's not a plan. (laughs) Too flexible, right? If you don't know when you're going, there's a much, much lower chance than you're ever going to go. It's just not having a plan. You could also come up with a vacation where it's like, okay, on this day, we're getting on the plane. And if there's a snowstorm, then I've got a backup. Um, so we won't have to worry about it because I've already planned for that possible scenario. Or if someone gets COVID, then we've already got the backup plan of X, Y, and Z. Like you can create backup plans. Those are just other additional plans that you have to do the work to create. And so when you're creating all these backup plans, that's a great way to stop yourself from taking action and keep yourself in the planning stages of your process. So if you're thinking that what you need in your plan is more flexibility, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but you are wrong in this case. I'm going to tell you about two options that do work. And you can pick which one you like more based on which one resonates with you and go from there. And here's what it means to be flexible, right, in your planning process is that you can commit to a plan and then when you notice that it is not working for you, you can decide to stop following that plan and create a new plan. That's different. That's not the plan being flexible. That's you being flexible about how you implement the plan. We need flexibility as people. Our plans don't. Here is one option that you can try out. I'm going to call this the barely a plan option. And we are going to go back to our vacation idea to demonstrate how it works. So the barely a plan option is one that I use frequently now when I am actually going on vacations. It involves doing the bare minimum amount of planning and leaving a ton of open space for you to then follow what feels good in the moment. A barely a plan for a vacation might look like having your set arrival and departure days and then planning one thing to do each day. So for me, some, this is often dinner. I'll go ahead and I'll plan dinner reservations at one place every night. Everything else that happens in the day is going to be a spur of the moment. What I'm feeling like I want to do, allowing myself time to get lost, to explore my surroundings or time to completely veg out on the couch if that's what I feel like I need that day. So the barely a plan, you create sort of the outlines. It's like the rough sketch of what you want to do. If you're planning your business, right, this might look like creating the, instead of going into humongous details (laughs) for your business plan, right? Um, You can create one offering, what you want to do. You're just going to do this one thing and get started and then leave yourself room to grow, expand and change and shift. And also leave yourself room to say like, hmm, okay, this is going really, really well. 
or this is going really, really poorly, I'm going to change it, right? There's always room for you to scrap the plan and try a new one. But in the barely a plan plan, you don't normally have to do that because you've done such minimal, minimal groundwork at the beginning. This is great for people who are like me, recovering perfectionists, right? When you are the kind of person who has always planned everything down to five minute increments and you know exactly where everyone is going to be at every point of the day, that can be exhausting. It can also be, I am told, very annoying for travel partners. (laughs) I can't see why, Um, but the barely a plan is a great kind of plan if that is who you are slash were and characteristics that you're trying to move away from. It allows you to have some set outlines and guidelines of where you know you're going to be. You can prioritize some of the things you are most excited about. And then you've got a ton of extra space to honor your feelings, to honor your instincts, and to follow your intuition and let it guide you to what's next. Okay, the other option that works really well is a solid plan plus grace and forgiveness. And what this means is you do a little more planning. You might plan your arrival date, you'll plan the hotel, you plan where you're gonna have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You plan, right, if you think about planning a vacation, you'll have all of the list of, sites you want to go see, all the activities that you want to do. You've planned them all out. That's great. Congratulations. And then you add grace and forgiveness to the package. So when your flight is delayed and your vacation is cut short, you forgive yourself immediately and give yourself grace and say, okay, I can be a little disappointed that this isn't how I imagined it being. And that's okay, right? That's okay. I'm having an experience. I might still have a great experience. I don't know. I know for sure I'm not going to have the experience I planned. It might mean that when it rains on the day that you planned to go horseback riding, right, that you just take a deep breath, let it out, (laughs) and allow yourself grace and forgiveness, right? It's not going to be how I planned, and that's okay. You can see how this is different from a flexible plan because you're not going into it expecting your plan not to work out. Instead, in each moment, you are holding yourself with the grace and forgiveness that you need to feel your disappointment and to feel any uncomfortable feelings that come up at the realization that your plans aren't going how you imagined or how you planned. This can be really hard if you've had perfectionistic tendencies in the past, right? If you've had type A sort of over planning tendencies in the past, because at least personally, when I set a plan and it doesn't go the way I wanted it to, It feels much more intense than if I hadn't planned at all. Um, But it is such 
good practice and such good work to heal a lot of the things that are triggering your perfectionism in the moment. And the reason this works is because it's going to help you level up and realize that as much as you plan and as much as you put into your planning, you don't have control over everything. Actually, you don't have control over almost anything. And so you have to allow yourself to feel truly disappointed when confronted with changes that disappoint you. You have to let yourself feel angry and you have to let yourself feel sad and maybe even guilty. And those can be really uncomfortable emotions. But once you feel those, you can take a space, take a breath, adjust your plan if you need to, or otherwise just say like, okay, I'm going to be disappointed today and then we'll see what happens tomorrow. We've got the rest of the plan still ready to go right? Okay. So these are the two methods that you can try if you are feeling like you want more flexibility in your planning process. Come up with a very (laughs) sketched outline of your plan or come up with a really solid detailed plan and then promise yourself to do your best to practice grace and forgiveness along the way at every step. When we take too much time to set up a plan, it stops us from acting. And ultimately, the only thing that's going to move you forward towards your goal is action. You can sit around and plan for your goal every single day for the rest of your life and still not feel ready to take action on it. The only thing that's going to make you feel ready to act is to act and see where you go from there. So whichever one of these plans is going to help you do that, whichever one is going to help you start acting most quickly, that's the one I want you to choose today. Whether that is coming up with barely a plan and allowing yourself to go and follow your intuition and your inner guidance, or if it's coming up with one solid, well thought out, detailed, maybe a timeline, (laughs) that plus a lot of grace and forgiveness along the way when things inevitably don't happen as you write them down. Pick one, get started, and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. Okay, that is the end of this episode of Free Coaching Friday. I hope it helps you move forward pursuing any goals that you've set yourself today. If you are interested in going deeper into this work and having some more personalized support as you set your goals, as you create your plans, and as you practice showing up with grace and self-forgiveness every step of the way as you implement them, you can find me at megangilman.net. That's M-E-G-A-N-G-I-L-L-M-A-N.net. N-E-T. I would love to be your coach. Have a great day and a great weekend. Bye-bye.